So it's that time of year, right? February. Yeah, what do we yeah, talk about yeah. in February? Love. Yeah, love. Um, yeah, love. Anybody in love right now? You, f- you feel like you're in love? A couple people? Does the other person know that you're in love? That's the question. <laughs> they, does, is the feeling mutual? Is the feeling mutual? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They don't know. They don't know. That's right. With Jesus. That's right. Say it, girl. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, this is probably, uh, everybody listen up, listen up, listen up. Um, it's probably one of my favorite series to teach on uh, throughout the year. And it's simply because when I was coming through, uh, number one, we didn't have, I didn't have a youth group. But number two, uh, we didn't talk about love. We didn't talk about dating. We didn't talk about relationships. We didn't talk about sex. We didn't talk about any of these things. Um, it was like a no-no. It was a no-no. Yeah, yeah like my, I remember, like I remember as a, as a high school student, um, I was dating somebody. I remember, my, like I woke up the next morning and my mom had laid a book about dating by my, on my nightstand. <laughs> and I was like, I, just, I thought about that today. I was like, sure, mom, I'll be happy to read the book that you dropped off for me. You're like, that's not weird at all, you know. And then, like, yeah, I mean, so so many little things, and they had good intent. It's just a little awkward, you know, a little bit awkward for you for parents sometimes. It's, it's really just as awkward, I think, sometimes for parents maybe as it is for, for, for you guys. Um, but but our intention for this series over the next four weeks, Jill and I are going to be teaching it together, and then one week you guys will go into small groups and uh, be able to talk a little bit more in depth with your leaders. But is to understand this, is that through dating, through relationships, through all this, through love, like the world gives a lot of different examples of what that looks like, okay? The problem with that is that the, what you see every day on TikTok and what you see every day on Snapchat, and you see these things on, on TV and in movies and all, is in most, most of the time it has nothing to do with how God intended relationships to be. And so it's our, it's our responsibility, we feel like, to, to make sure that we spread some truth and spread some light on what God says when we think about defining relationships. We want to make sure we do stuff God's way, okay? When we do it God's way, it's always the best way, okay? It's always the best way. And so um, I would encourage you to take notes if you've got a way to take notes. I don't have the version thing tonight, um, but hopefully we can maybe get that next week or two. But, um, but again, so it's, it's going to be good. I'm excited about it. Yep. So how did, how did, you know, we've been married now like, Coming up on 12 years. Good 12 years. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. I was in making June, sure that we'll you knew that. For 12, 12 years. years. And then we've been, we I started, we started you know? dating your freshman year of, of college. Yeah, so let's see. My this second freshman December, year. This past December was 15 years since we started yeah. dating. That's a long time. It ago. is. Now, there's, we got people in here that have been doing longer than that. I know yeah. I'm not going to call any names, but some of y'all have been rocking it longer than that. So kudos <laughs> to you guys. Um, for that, but yeah, so we met our freshman year. Your, yep. Well, your freshman it year. It was my first freshman year. His second freshman year. Yeah, he that did is two true. freshman Thank years. Thank God I met you. I'd still be in college. He said it was remember. because he was waiting on me, but it was really because he couldn't pass his classes till he met me. <laughs> Listen, it was so bad that first year. I even failed chapel, and all he had to do was show up. That's how yeah, bad that's it was. Bad. That's pretty bad. So. And you love Jesus, and you still. I did. Chapel. I was nothing personal. It's just wow, like so, it was my. Own, I only had one class that morning, and then going to chapel just seemed like extra work. So yeah. I just didn't show up. So. Yeah, but way back in the day, before there was TikTok and Snapchat and all that, there was AOL Instant Messenger. Oh yeah, they don't even know that. Anybody know what that Does is? Anybody know AOL? what that is? Hey, we got a couple. Don't do that again. That was like a. That was like yeah. the old school. Um, sliding into their DMs, except it was instant messaging. And so one night I was on the computer working on stuff for school, and um, 
this popped up on my instant messenger, and it was Jonathan, and the rest is history. That's right. <laughs> I, I slid into her instant message. Yeah, AIM. It was called AIM. Isn't yep. that cool? Yeah, and the, yeah. Rest, the rest is history. <laughs> Anybody do, else do instant message? Any of my leaders do instant message? Even some of our leaders don't even know what that is. That's, that's <laughs> That's yeah. We're, so we're, there's some of us in here that uh, that's some of us in here that kind of yeah. But we dated for uh, three and a half years yep. and got married and like pop the question. Yep. The rest is history. Yep. We've been married for 12 years. We got three babies. Yep. Uh, Sadie's eight and Libby's three and Rhett's one. A lot of y'all know them, but um, just to kind of give you some background on our relationship. Yep. Um, and we can tell you right now we did not do everything right. We still don't get it all right. Nope. <laughs> She has to put up with a lot. Uh, so does he. <laughs> that is true. So does he. We'll talk about that more in a minute. Um, no, but we don't do it all right, but we do believe that God has a purpose and a plan for our relationship, and we believe that he has a purpose and a plan for every one of your relationships. And tonight we just want to kick it off talking about relationships in general. You might think, well, it's February, next week's Valentine's. Let's just go. Anybody have about- Valentine's plans? Anybody have Valentine's? Co people? Okay. Yeah. All, all right. right. All right. All right. All right. We have plans with our kids now. Yeah, we have kids. We have kids' Valentine's. Well, we do have Southern plan, though. We do have yeah. Southern plan. We do. Um, no, but you think, you know, you you even hit the name of this series, Define the Relationship, and automatically your mind goes to dating relationships, um, even, even um, what am I trying to say, series that we've done before on love, sex, dating. Um, but we want to kind of start with a broader view of relationships in general, because whether you're in a dating relationship or you're a daughter, or you're a son, or you're a brother, or you're a sister, or you're a um, student, or you're a teammate, you are in some type of relationship, multiple relationships right now as you're sitting in this room. And so that's kind of where we want to start off, is just talking about um, defining relationships, Yeah, because I think it's sometimes when we hit these series and stuff, it's like, well, I'm not dating anybody. Or, or maybe your parents don't even let you date anybody, and that means they're doing a great job parenting. Okay, Sadie's not allowed to date my oldest, both of my daughters, they're not allowed to date, well, I guess son, Rhett too, it's just hard to think about that right now, all he cares about is food, but, um, but, uh, and cars, and cars, yeah, and his toothbrush, he's had this weird thing with the toothbrush lately, he carries it everywhere, um, but anyhow, uh, what were we talking about, we are talking about dating and stuff, yeah, 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 and so, so it's easy to think, well, I don't have, I don't, I'm not dating anybody or whatever. And so that's why we want us to understand is that some of the stuff we're going to talk about, it does directly relate maybe to if you are dating somebody. Uh, we want to make sure you do that God's way, right? There's a right and a wrong way to, to date. Uh, but even further than that, we've got to understand even what God pictures when we think about relationships. It goes deeper than just that one relationship, like Jill was saying. Yeah, so. what is a relationship? A relationship is not just boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. A relationship is any connection or association that you have with somebody. Yep. If you've got a connection or an association with somebody, you have some form or type of a relationship with that person. And in thinking about those relationships, again, whether it's that you're a daughter, whether it's that you're a son, that you're a friend, uh, whatever it is, what do those relationships look like in your life? Are they strong relationships? Are they eff- are they ones that you make an effort to pursue? Are they ones that the people who are in re- you're re- in relationship with pursue? Um, what kind of relationships do you have? Yeah, what kind of effort do you put in them? And even on the flip side, what kind of effort did they put in them, right? What, what kind of time, what kind of commitment um, is invested in that? What kind of money, okay? Yeah. What kind of money? If you're in a if you're in a if you're in a dating relationship, you started paying for each other's, you know, the guys. You pay if you 
paid for their meal and that kind of stuff. It gets expensive fast, right? So that kind of yeah. that kind of stuff. But even with that, have you ever met somebody who didn't try very hard? Um, maybe you had a friend or something that that you felt like you were putting a lot into it, but they just didn't ever put their part in it, right? They didn't they didn't ever invest as much or or or, or put as much effort into it as maybe is what you should. Yeah. That's happened before. Yeah, or just in general, like yep. you know somebody who has the potential. You can go to that next slide. Maybe they have the potential to do something like this big, but they only put in the effort to do like this much. Maybe even in your relationships. Maybe you got a friend like like he said that you know you're all in, you're invested, you're doing everything you can to build the relationship with them, but they're just not. Anybody? I put this picture up here. Y'all might not can tell what it is. But this is just a small example of when somebody has the capacity to do something, but they don't fully do the job. Can y'all tell what that is? That's the side of Jonathan's dresser. And if you can tell, every drawer is sticking out by about an inch and a half. They're perfectly in line, though, I will say. Every single drawer. Every day. So he was at work the other day, and I took this picture, and I was like, come on, couldn't you just put in a little more effort? Because he did, you know, enough to just kind of get the job done. But if he just would have done a little bit more, he could have closed the drawer all the well, way. Well, what, what had happened was is I was scared about him getting stuck. So if they're not, oh, if, yeah. you know, then I would be in a crisis. I'd be in a mess if I didn't quite push it all the way in. <laughs> I told you when she sent me that, like, I would like to say that I will do better with that. But the reality is, is that it's, it's been, been 11, 12 years and he still leaves the cabinet. It's probably not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen. But it could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. But now the flip side of that is too now. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Flip side of that too is when we go into, we walk into our closet. Um, well, you can't walk into our closet because we have a thing for all of our shoes, but there's normally shoes in the floor at the bottom of the shoe organizer. It's like right here. <laughs> it didn't quite make it into the shoe organizer. It's right there at the bottom. Anybody know what I'm talking about? What he's about? trying to say is if I would have put in just a little more effort, little I could have got effort. the shoes in the cubby and not just in the floor underneath the cubby. That's what he's trying to say. Yeah, that's what, I wasn't going to say that, though. But there's areas in our life where maybe we're not putting in full effort. And maybe in relationships, maybe it's that in your relationship with your mom or, or your dad, you're not putting in the full effort that you could be putting in. Come on. Maybe yeah. you're just doing enough to get by, you know, enough not to get grounded or enough to just make, you know, if I just make C's, they won't get on me too bad like maybe you're just doing just enough to get by in that relationship or maybe in your friendships maybe you're just doing just enough to kind of get by you don't have any really deep connection with anyone because you're not willing to open up and be vulnerable vulnerable with people um maybe in your uh, as a student yeah maybe you're just doing just the bare minimum you know where's your effort are you putting in all effort into the relationships that you're in yeah, and I think sometimes when you think about relationships, it's the the people that we're closest to. Sometimes we end up putting in that kind of effort in right there. Yeah. Like if I went to your house, and I mean this would be weird, but if I for some reason was putting away your clothes, <laughs> I probably would push your dresser, you know, your dresser drawers all the way in because I wouldn't want to leave them leave them out and you hit them or not look good or whatever. But at home in a familiar relationship, sometimes we don't put in the full effort. Okay, so for example, your brother and your sister. Okay, sometimes we don't put in the most effort that we should in that relationship because we're familiar with them or with our mom or with our dad or with our grandparents. Sometimes we don't put in the full effort that we would with them because, you know, they know us and that kind of thing. Um, and so sometimes those are sometimes the hardest ones 
or can be the most difficult or challenging one is to think about putting in the kind of effort that God's called us to put into in that in that relationship. Yeah, because the reality is that God's called us to put in everything we've got everything. if we live by yeah. his example. Look at this, John 13, 34 through 35. It says, so now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. Underline that part. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Go back to verse 34 again. It says, just as I have loved you, you should love each other. So he's saying there like, this is the way that you love each other. Look at my example. Okay? And what is that example? Yeah, he, he told us in John 3.16, right? For yeah. God so loved the world that he did what? He he gave, he, gave his, he gave his life. He gave his one and only son that, so that whosoever believes in him you know, shall not perish but have your eternal life. And that's a key part of one of my favorite parts of that verse is that he loved us so much that he gave. Yeah, he gave. He gave. We just want to hit a couple things from these verses. So, um, again, when we're talking about putting in effort and showing love to the people who we're in relationship with, that doesn't just mean a romantic boyfriend-girlfriend kind of love. It doesn't even just mean love towards your brother or your sister. It means love to people in general, okay? Um, and how, how did God love? Because he's our example. Number one, he put forth effort, okay? We've yeah, been talking yeah. about it since we, since we started. God saw you way down the line, and he said, you know what? I want to have a relationship with him. I want to have a relationship with her, so I'm going to do something. Because the reality is, we could go all the way back to Adam and Eve and talk. That would, that's a whole other sermon series. But the reality is that because of the sin that they committed, we were separated from God. You were separated from God with no opportunity to have a relationship with him at that point. But God looked down through time and said, no, I want relationship with him. I want relationship with her. So I'm going to put in some effort and I'm going to do something so that I can make that relationship bring it to restoration. Does that make sense? Yeah. And Jesus was intentional. Next thing you write down, his effort, his effort was intentional. You know, he went through life and he said he, the Bible came and that he gave his life up. He was intentional with that. And even through that time, one of the things I was telling Jill's when we were talking through our notes is even through that time, you think about up to the point of death, he knew the whole time what, what the end was. But during that time, he was really intentional with the relationships that he was around, with his disciples, with these family, the slides, all these things. The he was really intentional with all these relationships. And again, we're thinking about Jesus as our example and in, 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 when we think about relationship, that he, he was intent, intentional. His effort was intentional. Yeah. It says he gave his only son, right? He did that with an intent. He didn't just be like, oh, well, maybe I can just, you know, maybe I can just do this and that'll bring, rest, you know, restoration. That'll bring that relationship back together. No, he intently had a plan and a purpose to do something about making that relationship right. The next thing is that his effort was not self-seeking. While he definitely did, did what he did to restore a relationship to, from, with us to himself, it wasn't just to make himself happy. It was because he saw down the line that if there's not a way for us to be restored to him, he saw what death and damnation and hell would come to our lives. Right? That's right, yeah. It's a, a man messed it up. Pastor Eric talked about this Sunday. A man messed it up through Adam right at the very beginning of time. And it took a man to restore it, and that was Jesus. And so that's where that for the restoration comes. But through. again, his effort was not just about him, but his effort was about making our lives better. Yeah. 
In your relationships, it, it should be the same way. You should be putting an effort in whatever relationships you're in, wherever you're at. It should be intentional that you are, you are not just half-heartedly doing it, not just getting by, but that you're intent on what you're doing. And it should be an, uh, an effort that is not just something to make you better, but that's to make the lives of the other people that you're in a relationship with yep. better. That's good. And then lastly, his effort was so great that it cost him something. Yeah. It, co- it cost him his life. Think about Jesus. It kind of blows my mind. You know, the word says that he was tempted in every way. So the same things that you're tempted with today, he was tempted with 2,000 years ago. And that's why he was the ultimate sacrifice in the way that he could pay, pay the, the pardon for our sins was because he not only was he tempted, but he overcame those things. Okay? He, he didn't fall into those temptations, but it cost him something. So he didn't do anything to deserve that, but he freely gave himself away. What does that look like, though, in everyday life? What does that mean? It costs me something. So in your relationship with uh, your siblings, okay, what does that mean? It costs you something. What's it going to cost them? You tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sometimes it's going to cost you putting aside what you feel or what you think, right? Mm -hmm. It's been an ongoing thing lately with our daughters. They're almost five years apart. One's eight and one's three. And they, they argue all the time lately. And Sadie, who's the older one, you know, she thinks she's the mama. So she tries to get on to Livy and tell her what yeah. to do. And, and Livy's three, and she thinks she's a teenager. Yeah, so Libby's that doesn't three help at all. 13. She feels like she's a teenager. <clears throat> she thinks she's 13 instead of three. But sometimes I have to say to Sadie, Sadie, I know you want to tell her what to do. But right now, you can't just do what you want to do. No. You need to be kind to her. You need to be loving to her. I say the same things to Livy. You know, and G- Livy will say, Jesus wants us to be kind. And I'm like, yes, he does. He wants you to be kind, so quit arguing with your sister. It means that you sometimes put aside what you want. Yeah. It means that when your mama says, hey, I need you to come in here to do, do the dishes for me, even though you're in the middle of the game and, you know, you're about to beat the guy you're playing. Bowser. Bowser? I don't know what that is. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. All right, all right, all okay. right. It means, but Super it means even, even if you're in the moment and you're in the middle of the game, you don't cock an attitude with her and say, I'm, I'm playing my game, Mama. I'll get there in a minute. No, you put aside what you feel and what you want to say and the frustration that you have. It costs you something. Yeah, because you don't just act how you want to act. You don't just do what you want to do. You do whatever it is to make the other person's life better. Add into, add into their life. It costs them something. You're putting somebody else, somebody else's needs and desires before your own. It's not that self-seeking thing that I want to please myself. I, I want to. I, I, I already started this TikTok video, Mom. I need to finish it real quick, you know, because because I got to keep my 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 life my my streaks up and my life my life. What about up this one? You stuff. can answer this one. What about at school? What's that look like at school? What you mean? Like that wasn't it, in our notes. It, <laughs> It costs you something. What's it, what's it cost them to live in a relationship the way God's called them to with their teachers and their classmates and their teammates? What's it costs you like? everything because sometimes your teacher's going to get on to you for something and it's not going to really be you. It's going to be somebody else. And then you have, a ch- you have to make a decision on how you respond to them. Okay, And you might be in the right and they might be in the wrong, but then you enter the wrong when you don't respond in a respectful way. Yeah. Right? You don't respond in the respectful way that you're supposed to, and something that turns into something small turns into something 
big. It costs you something. Uh, it costs you something when you think about studying and taking time and doing the best that I can with my grades. Okay, it's what God expects us, right? For us to do our best. It's costing us something. Yeah. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, that was good. Okay, yeah, you want to add to huh? that? I, th- I think it's important for you to look to realize this is that when you think about relationships, whether it's with a with a coach, whether it's with um, some of you guys have jobs, the coworkers, your, your brothers and sisters, your parents, your grandparents, um, you know, other other youth in this room, um, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever relationship that you're in, um, that you're in a relationship with, is that it's important for us to understand this as a Christian that your relationship should look different than how the world does them. Always. You know, when we're talking through stuff, that's one of the things that, you know, I think we miss as Christians. I think that's the big thing that we miss sometimes is that a lot of times people are like, well, I don't know if I want to be a Christian or not because their life looks the same as mine. We drink together. We smoke together. We do this stuff. We do that stuff. And what's the point? So, so what's the point? There's nothing that's different in our lives. That's not how God called us. He called us to be the salt and the light of the world. There should be some flavor in your life, something in your life that some, some, they can look at and be like, man, there's something different. I want what they've got. I don't know what it is, but I want what they have. I want what they have. There's, there's a person, um, it's, there's, um, I don't even care if I've said this. There's a person that I'm connected with in a relationship with, okay, uh, and that person is not a Christian. We've talked about it specifically. She's a Jew, and um, and what they believe does not line up with Scripture. She basically, the way the Jewish belief is that they believe the Old Testament, but they don't believe anything in the New Testament. It's pretty much what they believe, and so they don't believe that Jesus was was anything. Well, the problem with that is that that's how salvation came to the world is through Jesus. Um, and so we've had these conversations, and I know, and it's been even, you know, even what Pastor Eric has talked about over the last couple of weeks, I know in my heart, based on what, and she's told me straight up, I don't believe in Jesus. And that's a person that I have an interaction with pretty consistently, okay? So how I treat her, her, her soul is on the line. The way that I respond to her, the way that I speak to her, the way that when, I, when she talks to me about something that, that I engage in the conversation, I'm not on my phone or I'm not doing other stuff. Like That's the kind, because my bo- you know, body language says everything, right? Sometimes you don't have to say anything. It's your body language, right? And so, Jill, anytime I'm doing something, she'll say, hey, listen to me. I'm like, I am listening. No, you're not. Listen to me. She can tell in my body language. And so, so my life, I hope to God it looks different in a way that she's, she's intrigued by, like, something is going on. Something is different. Because the reality of it is, and this is how serious we have to understand this, is that I know that if something happened to her tonight, before I saw her tomorrow, she's going to hell. And that's hard to say, I believe by God's grace, but just basically, I mean, she straight up told me that she doesn't believe in Jesus. That's not something. And so the people that we interact with, you have to realize it's more than just somebody who gets on your nerves. It's more than somebody like, it's more than just a substitute, okay? All right, it's more than just a teacher. It's more, is that these are people that we engage in a relationship with, and the relationships, we should, people should be able to say, like, man, they, they treat them differently. They might have deserved something. Maybe they deserved for you for you to tell them off, or maybe they deserve that look. Maybe they, but but as Christians, we've got to handle it differently, right? And how we how we interact and how we engage. Yep. So so here's the question that you kind of think about: is do how do you live? Um, do you live on purpose in your relationships, or are you are you unintentionally um, not being intentional? 
unintentionally not being intentional with your with your relationships. And scripture has a high calling when it comes to how we do life with the people around us. It gives us right in his word. How are we supposed to treat people? How are we supposed to live our life? Let me say this. Are we saying that you have to have like this deep relationship with every person you come in contact no. with? That like it, you have to be full in with everything you are. I love you. You're my best friend. No. Most people who like if they if they got 20 best friends, That's they ain't weird. got a best friend. That's weird. <laughs> Because they're That's probably weird. so loosely connected to so many people. That's a whole nother, nother topic. But that's not what we're saying. What we are saying is that every interaction that you have with people around you, no matter who it is, it needs to be intentional that you are, just like you said, showing them the love of Jesus. What does that mean? Again, it means you do make, you do put forth effort. What does that look like for some lady you're walking by in the grocery store? It means you might just smile and nod at her. Hey, how are you? You know, does that mean you got to be your best friend? And hey, hey, what's your phone number, ma'am? No, that's weird. Stranger danger. <laughs> yeah, hey, it made me. That made me think about, uh, especially with social media. Sometimes because we see them on social media yeah. all the time, we think that we know them yeah. when you don't have a clue. And um, my birthday was in December. Oh and, my gosh, this and, was so weird. <laughs> my birthday was in December, and between school and youth and the church, I'll get. I know y'all don't do Facebook, but older people do Facebook and so there and I'm not saying I'm old either because I kind of yeah. have some others you know but anyhow but she she sent this lady that I've never met before in my life I don't even honestly like I don't even I don't have a clue why she added me on Facebook but I just accepted it being nice because I'm thinking maybe something I share will you know be a light to her and that kind of thing she sent a happy she birthday sent me video. a message she sent me a video singing me happy birthday I've never met the woman in my life it was so weird it was so weird and then the weirdest part though is at the end she said happy birthday to you happy birthday to Jonathan happy birthday to you and she said hey Jonathan happy birthday Merry Christmas and I was like, oh, God, block, 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 block. I didn't know who it was, and I still don't know who it was. So if you're listening tonight, it's nothing personal, but let's meet in person next before next year because it will be weird like it was this year. <laughs> Ephesians, re read that verse because I think Scripture teaches us about relationships okay, Ephesians pretty clearly. Ephesians 4, 2, and 3, it's on the screen. It says, always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. And make every effort to keep yourselves unified in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. Yeah. So, so it pulls some stuff out that how we treat others, we treat them humbly, gently, patiently, forgiving. Oh, that's a good one. Hang on. That means when you go through the drive-thru at Burger King and you don't wait for 25 minutes and they still ain't got your order out the window. And then you get it and it's wrong. Anybody else? That Jesus means you have a little bit of will. patience, yeah. and you go in and say, excuse me, but I'm sorry, I'm missing. So, you know, it means you don't back up to the wind and be like, hey, you left my fries out. What's wrong with you? Yeah. No. Yeah. If you're nice about it, they might give you a Frosty for free. Yeah, they might give you a Frosty for free. Yeah. It can happen. You never know. Oh, <laughs> uh, not at Burger King. That's right. We had Wendy's tonight for dinner. So oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. My mom Wendy's. was on Frosty. They got all our. Um, they got all. They did a great job. Out, that's right. No, but again, that's just bringing it to where we are. Again, we're talking about relationships. You had some association with that lady that gave you your food at the window, and you have an opportunity to be Jesus to her. So, what kind of effort are you going to put in to be Jesus to that's her? That's good. Yeah, forgiven. Right? How many times Jesus said, "How many times are you?" For, or the the disciples and Pharisees said, "How many times are you supposed to forgive?" He said, "He said seven times, 
Yeah, it's not just seven times. Some of us couldn't even forgive somebody seven times. He says seven times 70, okay, forgiven. Yeah. Go to the next one, read that one. All right, here we go. First Peter 4, 7 through 11. It says, The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. Why is it so important that we have relationships with other people that we put effort into that we're intentional about that we give a little bit of ourselves to make their lives better why because they see Jesus in you just like you said a while ago there might be some people at your school or on your job and the only opportunity they have to know about Jesus is their whatever small bit of relationship or association or acquaintance that they have with you that might be the only chance they get to know about him yeah and so we need to live lives that in everything, we're doing everything we can. Does that mean you get it all right all the time? Definitely not. I didn't get some things right earlier today, okay? But it means you're constantly at least making an effort to be Jesus to every person that you come in contact with. Look, watch this. Your relationship with that person is their perception of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Your relationship, how you treat that person is their perception of who they think Jesus is. Listen, circling back around to John 13, we started off with this verse. The last part of that verse, verse 35, it says, Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. How are they going to know Jesus? By the way we love each other. By the way we love the people who are around us. Yep. Here's some more. Colossians 3.17, and whatever you do or say, this is probably familiar, do it as represent a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Everything that we do. Mm -hmm. So our attitude, every area of life would change drastically if Jesus, you know, we would treat people differently. We'd treat our mom and dad differently if Jesus was standing right beside if us. If Jesus was in the car, <laughs> would you back that car up and yell at that lady at Burger King or Wendy's? Probably not, because he would just not. multiply the food. It wouldn't matter, right? He would just yeah, multiply that's true. it. That's true. He would just do it. But it, but it, but it does matter, because here's the thing. You have to realize that your teacher, that your subs, that your mom, your dad, your brother, sister, that they're not just another person in a relationship, that they're a child of God. Pastor Eric said that Sunday morning, if you caught it, he talked about, and we treat them differently. I treat, my I, look at my, I treat my wife differently when I realize she's not just my wife and she's not just Eric and Gina's daughter, that she's a daughter of God. She's a daughter of the king and that he created her special and he created her unique, okay? And even the people in your life, even those people who get on your nerves. Anybody know somebody gets on your nerves? Anybody sit beside somebody that gets on their nerves? Okay, all right, so those people, all right. All right, so even in that, they're, they're, they're daughters and they're sons of the king. And so how I treat them, it should, it should make a difference, right, when I see them the way that God sees them. So living a life of, living a life of how Jesus would. Yep. So how do we close it out? So this is your challenge for this week, okay? It's up here on the screen. This week, what's your challenge? If you got a pen, if you got a phone, write it down, okay? This week, focus your mind on living intentionally, living with intentionality in your relationships not because it's the right thing to do, but because we're living to honor Jesus in everything that we do. And to tag on to that, just like we said a while ago, 
You're living to be the example of Jesus everywhere that you go.